All right, hey guys. Um, we haven't done a show in a while, but um, today is yeah Friday, twentieth January, and the uh, the Rexy Relax Club uh, is due to be launched in two days. And uh, yeah, I, th I just thought so. Me and Jack, we uh, we just thought it'd be nice to yeah just to kind of share some thoughts um, pre Rexy Club launch um, and to. Yeah, just kind of have a bit of back and forth and we'll kind of keep this short. But um but yeah, how are you doing, Jack? I'm great. Uh it's been busy the last couple of weeks in, in a sprint uh to get relay club out the door. Uh last night was the first time you and I got to try it um in any form. So at least it feels good that we'll make it for the launch time, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've got what version 0 0.1 uh more or less working, I think. <laughs> yeah what take me through sort of your first impressions of of uh using relay club for the first time um yeah i mean it felt actually pretty fast i was that was kind of my first thought um which was yeah i was a bit surprised i thought it'd be a bit slower than what i what it was yeah what it actually was um but yeah i mean i, I like yeah, I guess we're just we're just assuming people already have seen the club, or will see it very soon. So I'll, I'll just kind of yeah give like spoilers, I guess, right? But um, for sure, let it all go. Yeah, yeah. I kind of look at the NFTs in my bag more as like um, emojis and and gifs as like ways to express more emotion and like um, just yeah, just a different medium for expressing. So when I was just looking through all the NFTs in my wallet, uh, I was like, oh, I don't feel like I have enough NFTs. That was like my first <laughs> impression. <laughs> and, and like, I've just got, like, I've got a bunch of like junk, you know, like so many NFTs that I haven't actually seen in a long time. Um, but then just, you know, trying to make my first few posts on, on Relay Club, I was just kind of browsing through and being like, Oh, like, like, yeah. I mean, some of the NFTs are just really bad, but some of the, some were kind of interesting. And then I, I was like, but I can't find the right NFT for this particular post. So that that was kind of an interesting experience, which is a, a bit of a one eighty from the impression that people have had of NFTs or the idea of even making open minters and letting anyone post uh, mint anything. Because I think for the longest time, really never even found people that wanted to buy all these things. Um, our, our biggest competitors being uh, other platforms that restrict creation, um, you know, to like a monthly basis, weekly basis, handpicked selection, more of a like a curated effect. Uh, do you feel like that's like changing? You said, you know, you mentioned that you don't have enough NFTs. What what's it been like, sort of playing with the live relay club versus what we were imagining, even the last two weeks of what relay club would be? Yeah, I mean, we we had we had the prototype um, for a while, kind of playing around and like tinkering with different design stuff. But I think yeah, there's just something slight, there's something different when when you have it live on like um like a working website. Um, and I, I think yeah, I mean you know people people kind of hate on NFTs a lot, kind of saying. Like there's no utility, like it's just kind of people, you know, doing pump and dumps and trying to, you know, do these like speculative um, scams and just, you know, grifting more or less, right? But 
like I, yeah i mean i guess that's like the first use case that people have kind of found for it right which is this kind of digital flex um online and and i i think this this kind of using the 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 actual relay club app just kind of widened that lens a bit for me like in a more like experiential sense you know because i was like oh yeah like imagine if every every image you ever see on the internet um every media type you know mp3 mp4 just anything on the internet you see in the future could be an nft that is owned by someone that is purchasable uh that is tradable that is sendable um and and this this for me was like a, a more experiential insight into what that future actually could be you know like we've talked about it before but it's like like ah okay here's like a little step into that direction a bit more yeah i do think so too for the listener you know if you haven't tried it go to uh club.relayx.com to see what we're talking about but yeah you know i first heard about tokenization of everything in like as a mainstream topic in 2014 and for a long time there's been this disconnect between what you see as the product like oh shit this board ape is 100k versus the people who Prosthetize about how crypto is going to change the world, blockchain is going to change the world, make it ownership. And there was always a dis disconnect between fun, cool, hyped things that might go to 100K and 5X the mint price versus the academic understanding of oh, your house could be tokenized, your um, college degree could be tokenized as this, as this kind of like verification of ownership. And that seems boring, but useful. And the other thing seems fun, but like degenerate speculative. I kind of feel like Relay Club brings those bridges, those two things together into a, a way where we can actually imagine what the future of, of social and commerce could look like. There's definitely this like difference in feeling, knowing that every single post that I'm browsing through, be it my friend or someone else in the club, uh, is something that I could actually own in a split second that makes browsing instagram or twitter lose a lot of its like interest to me well like, like yeah this is before we're talking before the club launch so i i don't know how people will will receive this you know like we, we can only kind of guess um yeah and then, and then obviously this is like still version 0 0.1 so there's going to be like I, I think when people start using it i mean well i guess we're kind of hoping that people give their ideas of, of how this like you know continues to evolve and change and improve um but like the yeah like you can kind of see the possibilities when you when you i think there's this like distinction between like like twitch is kind of a mix of like web 2.0 and then web 3.0 right and then you're seeing the web 2.0 giants like twitter and instagram they're also integrating nfts so they're also like a mix of web 2.0 and web 3.0 but I think what, what Relay Club is trying to do is just pure Web 3.0, like no mixing. And I think that cleanness is, um, yeah, it just leads to more possibilities. Yeah, and, and you kind of joined Relay as sort of really active um, member in a team, uh, taking on a lot of hats, uh, including design now. Um, so we've we've over the years thought about social thought about uh, how do we mix that into nfts for a long time there's it was always missing something it feels like we're not missing anything now but 
So the people who are already looking at Relay Club, they're obviously going to see a lot of shortcomings in version 0.1. Tell us about things that even before we launch it, you know that you want to build into Relay Club in the coming days and weeks. Um, well, I mean, I don't even actually know what, what whether we're going to have any additional improvements from from now until two days later <laughs> in terms of what we see now. But um, but yeah, I mean, like buying from feed, for example, is is like a like a big one, you know, just like scrolling the feed and, and kind of one, two tap um, buying the NFT that I see immediately rather than like kind of having to go into an inside page. Yeah, yeah. And I then mean, and then well, I'm sure I'm sure right now the site looks like a complete mess in terms of there's like hundreds of posts, maybe, hopefully. Um, or if you're listening and no one's using Relay Club, uh, this is public embarrassment. But uh, assuming there's hundreds of posts, thousands of posts, I mean, there's obviously a, a need to organize that sort of by club or with the idea of boost, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and yeah, that's, that's like another difference that we're not we're not going to use likes. We're going to use boost and talk about that as a Web three mod module. Yeah, I mean, I think I think probably quite a few people will be familiar with Krewitz's um, boost boost pal. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we had like one of the first iteration was just using the, the same like button, but then I guess following on that kind of just clean web 3.0 idea that we wanted to keep, uh, we, yeah, we removed the like button and just use boost instead, um, which is, yeah, paying for proof of work, uh, to, to kind of rank the content on the website. So, yeah, I mean, we, we don't even have. Like, I, I don't think there's actually been, I mean, there's like askbitcoin.com uh, and then there was like Powco, but for a long time, it never really worked. So th this might be the, like, yeah, when, when we do add boost, I think this might be one of the, the first kind of websites actually putting it into action. But I, I might be wrong on that front. Do, do you know any others, Jack, or? Yeah, so I think um, because we are the first product that's not thinking of Boost entirely, uh, when we do the product, it's more natural way of adding Boost. Like, I think our product will work just with a machine learning engineer from Stanford or something, just like putting some generic kind of algorithm like Instagram or Twitter does. But, um, and it will still work better than anything on the internet potentially. But having this Boost will be the first time I think people will appreciate um uh how much more efficient this thing works like it's it's like a, the opposite of ai um boost kind of reflects a human uh curation uh instead of like a machine creation uh but i, I do find it super fascinating i mean let's ask some simple questions um hypothetically liam if you were a creator that was maybe minting some kind of collection uh, regardless of what chain you were using, maybe like once a month, which is already pretty frequent. If you were a one, once a month minter, how often do you think you'll end up minting now uh, on Relay Club? The, the, I guess the idea with Club was to, it's like a merge between social and marketplace, you know, yeah, social commerce kind of thing that we're, we're kind of walking. And I feel like that leads to, to probably smaller mint sizes, but more frequent mints. I mean, we we haven't really, you know, gone and looked into the um, the flows for minting um, and like the UX for that yet. But yeah, but I feel like it would just be it would be faster, 
you know, like, I mean, you know, Twitter made it so that you, you ended up posting a lot more um, just by, you know, reducing the, the amount of characters you could use. So I, I think there's probably something here where it's like, instead of minting a 10,000 NFT collection, you might just end up minting like a collection of 10 and you do it quite frequently. Um, and I mean, maybe because, because of the feed uh, and the kind of more real-time nature of it, you end up just minting uh, like frequently and, and the mints, I mean, yeah, mate, why don't you talk about the, uh, you had like today a burn idea, right? Of like one-time NFTs. Um, because, you know, maybe that, that takes it even more into that whole real-timeness as well. Yeah, because of the friction of NFT launches, there's all this hype going on on other social platforms like Instagram, Twitter, doing kind of some kind of space, doing some event to hype up a launch, getting people whitelisted. The whole idea was just, oh, these NFTs are special because they're permanent and they appeared on the blockchain earlier. This kind of game is a very limiting game. Um, but if NFTs are just going to be appearing into your feed all the time, potentially even more often than tweets appear into your feed or more often than Instagram posts appear into your feed, then you're not buying this thing for the pure collectability. You're buying it for the utility or whatnot. And um, let's say like uh, you bought some concert tickets on the feed or whatever, and you actually want to go to the concert. Oh, I mean, yeah, um, Cambrian, Cambrian the, NFTs was a good, a good example. Yeah, Cambrian NFTs. Yeah. Um, uh, then when you redeem it, you might just be posting something like, hey, uh, I'm, I want to use this now. And instead of posting it, you're burning it. And the act of burning it becomes a post itself. You can have a, a UI on that card that shows that that NFT has been burned. And so for the creator, not only will they be able to mint and post and spread the love about what they're selling in real time, they can see like, like transaction history uh, in real time. They can see their community posting about it in real time. And then to close off the loop, when people actually use it or redeem it, they can see that in real time. So that actually solves one of the things that uh, we have always had a problem with was like, okay, well, you sold some meditation classes early on in 2021 in March or maybe June. And it's like, you have to have all this offline contact me on Telegram and uh, tell me what class you want to take and then send me the NFT. And then I have to go check my wallet to see if I got that number. If this could also always be like an action feed uh, inside Relay Club itself, that could close the loop very nicely. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, what? Why don't you? Yeah, maybe maybe you could share a bit about the timeline for like how you know how the idea of like RelayX has ended up being you know like coming to this kind of social social marketplace kind of thing. Like like, did you envision when when um when the decks launched in like March twenty twenty one with Shua? And then like a few weeks later, the first NFT, um, did you imagine like this club at that point? I wouldn't say exactly the way we're doing it, but I definitely, you know, had this idea of a real-time economy since before even building Relay. Um, knowing that like you can buy things digitally is a very powerful thing. Um, but kind of like until an innovation is born, you're stuck in the sphere of what's possible so or what's popular and the fungible tokens have always been much more popular around 2021 it started to emerge in our minds that 
uh, as the 6529 uh, Twitter account, big NFT guy, would say that NFTs are actually going to be more um, popular than fungible tokens. And we started to see that play out throughout the bubble where like NFTs gained a lot more traction. Celebrities were talking about NFTs and we're not talking about fungible tokens other than a couple of meme stocks or meme coins like Doge and Shiba Inu. But even that tells you that people don't want to know so much about the specifics of an EOS, a Litecoin. They just want to know something they can identify with. Well, this, this doc looks like this, this doc looks like that. So even those things are kind of pseudo uh, NFTs with unlimited supply. So the idea of like knowing what you're buying is very powerful about um, NFTs. And at first it might be very silly. Like I'm just buying a picture of a bored ape. But um, so the idea that everyone can create was always at the uh, heart of Relay and part of why we're building on Bitcoin as well. Because like if you're just going to end up building exclusive brand for exclusive collection, these other blockchains can do that pretty well. Um, it's only if at scale, everyone was consuming and, and creating and using NFTs all the time, then the scalability of Bitcoin would actually uh, play out. So our minds were definitely thinking about um, social because social, if you look at the top 10 websites in the world, many of them are like Instagram, Twitter, uh, I think Pinterest in top 30. Um, and that's not even that popular anymore. TikTok certainly most downloaded like on the app store. Whereas Coinbase is like most downloaded every four years, at the peak of the 2017 bubble, peak of the 2021 bubble. Um, what honed our mind to think about this even further, because I know it was just kind of passing through thought for a long time, um, was when Binance had an investment stake in Twitter and having respect for CZ sort of timing and product, it became very clear that for crypto to take another step further deeper into uh, the attention economy and the, the user stickiness, there was going to be this emergence of Web3 social uh, and mixed with NFTs. So far, the mix hasn't been as native as Relay Club. It's been more like, hey, everyone who has like a board ape, you can be part of like this event or that uh, or show off on, as your avatar. We're basically building a social network around NFTs itself. And that's a scary thing. So, you know, before we launched all these mints, we didn't know how much people even wanted NFTs or create NFTs. But the opposite problem after we did launch all the mints that we didn't know how to market these NFTs. So now that we have all these NFTs, like having social where you can only post with the NFT is an idea that would have felt very foreign even like six months ago, a year ago, because you would think, oh, that, that platform would be very boring because there's only like five NFTs out there that I have. But because we've solved an earlier problem, how to mint them for cheap, how to buy them for cheap, how to make it interoperable, we don't have that kind of problem. And so I, I think now taking this bold step of limiting NFT only actually opens up a lot of the design space for uh, where th this could go. I could see a world where like you buy a hundred NFTs a day. They might not all be a hundred dollar NFTs, might be 10 cents here, $40 uh, there. But fundamentally it means that the value of the post is not, zero like twitter you just give a like or instagram you give a like and it's not like a set amount like a two cent tip a five cent like it's as valuable as what is contained in the post and i think that's going to give 
so much more creativity. I, I think by day one, we'll find out what the world has come up with. Yeah, I mean, because I, I, like, I, I could definitely see myself kind of scrolling and, and looking for like whether it's the perfect emoji or the perfect meme or the perfect GIF, you know, to go with whatever post that I wanted to go. Um, and yeah, like, I, like, you know, if, if it was like a dollar or 50 cents, 25 cents to buy like a little emoji that's like super unique. Um, but like, it might still be a smiley face, but it's got like a, like just a slight kind of variant that makes it, you know, unique to what I want in that certain post. Um, like, yeah, why not? Why not spend 20 cents on that? Uh, and I can see myself doing that, you know, multiple times a day. And then I guess, you know, eventually like these things will probably even drop to way below 25 cents and people are just kind of, you know, you know, yeah, like this whole micropayment thing ends up happening, but maybe in a very different way from what Hankesh have it have envisioned. Yeah, we're essentially creating a world where um, there's people that like don't own anything today. Like they, they rent a car, they rent a house and it's always been like renting has been really, I mean, sorry, ownership is very expensive. And as the world has become more convenient, the millennials and the Gen Z's end up just like renting everything and subscriptions even like used to own a song on Apple. Um, you didn't own, own it, but you, you had the song that you can play for the rest of your life. And now you have a Spotify subscription. I think the idea of micropayment was to make the renting culture even more real time and, and whatnot. But with the way we've implemented NFTs, I think we're going to make room for a hyper ownership culture. And there's something that's really cool about owning something. And we're giving people the ability to tell others like, Hey, I own this. And it, it removes a lot of fraud. You know, um, like if you were to say in that weird, I'm going to Cambrian example, you can say, I'm going to Cambrian and tag your ticket to Cambrian. And now people know that, oh, Liam actually bought a ticket to Cambrian and he actually probably will go. I think that's different than anything you can do on Twitter or Instagram. You know, I guess the NFTs kind of boom when um, profile pictures were being used, right? As, as avatars. And then there was that kind of flex. But then now, like by making... Uh, every post kind of have to tag an NFT. You just you just give more, um, like more digital space for people to kind of whether it's like showing off their NFTs or, um, yeah, I mean even giving a bigger flex or just, um, you know, I guess other other ways that people want to express themselves via the NFT. Um, like yeah, I mean you know if we end up adding those things like the um the, the the burning and the provable burning then it's like it's not just that you've bought the nft you actually show that you've burnt it and and that means you you are going right you are going to cambrian because you've burnt the nft and you can't sell that nft again in the future uh, anymore so things like that just like this you know actually owning something and then being able to to kind of do provable um yeah, I guess provable actions in this kind of, you know, when we have social media that's kind of like filled with fake news, uh, this kind of on-chain uh, on chain communication is probably going to be quite different. Yeah, you hear about those stories of like some model, Instagram model posing, like there's like in China, like private jets for rent, not to like fly the private jet, 
but to rent for you to go snap like a TikTok or like an Instagram so you can look like you're having a balling life. Right. Yeah. Um, you can't do that anymore because you gotta be able to tag an NFT you own. Like that comes with its own host of problems. Like obviously, like there's teenagers who are depressed because you know they don't they don't look pretty or something. It looks like they have a nice life on Instagram. This might have its own um, problems in terms of like showing off your wealth in in sense in a sense. But I don't think initially the breakthrough will be on these high ticket items. It's gonna be on these um, lower ticket items, but extreme creativity. And I do think that most of the things that you will end up owning, at least for the first little while, will be digital native items um, that you can use uh, on your profiles, uh, on your posts, and in the greater Bitcoin ecosystem. Would you agree with that versus like real world things? Yeah, I mean, digital, you know, di yeah, starting with digital is definitely a, an easier problem to solve than, than the whole physical and then the redeemability thing. Um, yeah, and then maybe maybe the next one is like something like redeeming for a digital event. You know, that, that seems like a easier step than like redeeming for a, an actual cheeseburger or something that you consume. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but yeah, I guess that, that, is the, that is the end goal, right? It's like even the physical um, can be bought with an NFT. Yeah, exactly. It's like instead of building for the physical world, which, you know, if you thought about the initial hype of trying to get merchants to accept Bitcoin back in 2013, you had to build for their requirements. Like, oh, how do I do my tax filing? How do I do this? What if like I need to have my machines print a receipt? Does your Bitcoin wallet terminal do that? And it's like, no. Um, but there's a world where NFTs become so easy to transact and use because of the connectivity with native social that at some point, if you're selling a physical product that's not an NFT, you just won't even be in the recommendation list on the internet. Like you think about right now on Pinterest, everyone is pinning like all the furniture they want to have, the watches they want to aspire to have, and they have these pinned boards then there's a disconnect of like, okay, now I need to actually go buy these things, right? Um, in the physical world, there's a world where like, you just start buying this favorite dish you just had in the restaurant. You just start buying like the items that you wanna buy in the, phys in the physical world. And that comes with a lot more, not just clout because people see that you actually own these things, but a lot of opportunities too. So now a foodie can be first to discover a cool dish and great tasting dish. A uh, someone with a fashion taste can discover a new artist, you know, very similar to like how like Rexies were discovered. Like we um, bought for fun, just it came through our feed. And this is funny thing is like we had a feed, remember, like in our own back end of new mints that the public didn't see because we were just trying to see like who was using it. And oh, even yeah. that was was a way of discovering a new mint and buying it. And we never built on that, but now it's back. You know what I mean? Take, take us to like sort of how you can discover an item and then by you giving your reputation and your ownership, that could lead to the creation of a boom for, for that item. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, that was the, uh, was it? Yeah, it, 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 it was you, wasn't it? I think you, you just, you pinged me and you were like, just bought this, um, <laughs> you just bought something like this Rexy thing and then you sent me a message um and then 
yeah there was like what like 20 26 mints and it was like super cheap like 0.03 bsv which was i think like three or maybe four dollars at the time um and it was like really early on i, I can't remember exactly the date now but um but you bought it and then um and then i bought it i bought i think i bought one or two and then i told mandeep about it and he bought one or two and then like very soon um it just sold out uh i don't even know if we had like the owners list even at that point i mean maybe we did but i, I can't remember now um but then a few days later i think you then decided to because there was like a blue a blue rexy uh in the same yeah in the same kind of relay color and then you you switched your the relay x twitter profile to the blue rexy and then things just went crazy after that <laughs> for um yeah for the i guess the the rexy creator um yeah and that's and what then, you saw in ethereum yeah. where people were posting like justin bieber was changing their profile picture of board ape uh, but carry on yeah exactly yeah yeah and then yeah i mean rexy prices like mooned after that um but yeah that like that was that was probably like one or two months and then the, there was like rexies and the rexy eggs and then the rexy babies um and then for a while yeah like i can't i can't even remember when we were talking to the artists to like negotiate getting um getting a commission uh to to work with relay but there was like a kind of a, a, a like a lull like a dead period um with any rexies and then the hype kind of died down and then yeah then second january we launch uh the rexies this two two thousand two hundred twenty two collection of yeah i don't i don't even know what we we're just calling them rexies now but they they all had the same name rexies like og rexies rexy babies and now these are just called rexies <laughs> i guess that's like the official terms the the interesting thing there is that like culture we don't know where culture comes from right so i'm sure if uh, justin bieber or someone like that showed up on relay club and started posting different uh collections now he has more room not just to post on his avatar he can post on um things where he could just say that hey i just you know really enjoy mandeep's music and he can tag mandeep's nfts uh, in his post and now people who uh and, and justin didn't mint an nft he just bought an nft and posted it and shared what he like enjoyed that has a level of like truthfulness that you never were able to have before and if he wants to he can buy up a lot of mandeep's songs before he posts and no one's saying that you have to post uh you have to buy it either um, but you do have a context of who is recommending what whereas right now you're kind of just recommending music. Oh, here's my playlist on Spotify. Like you don't get anything out of that um, monetarily. You're saying, oh, I just check out my favorite 10 restaurants in London. I have a, a blog. Like you don't get anything out of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have these yeah. restaurants who tell you to like tag, tag our Instagram handle, tell us you were here. You have people like on Yelp, like leave us a good review. In a world where everything is digestible, but also ownable and transferable and tokenizable and NFTs, there's just like a liquid market at all times at a granular level for all things. And that'll be the challenge of Relay Club. I think we have a, like a really good foundation now to build from so that that granularity can be uh, achieved without any confusion. Yeah. Um, what, why don't you talk about 
like speaking about foundations like to talk about like whether there are like you know like like something like someone like twitter could come in and just copy you know everything that that relay club has done you know like let's say relay club does does take off um you know is there is there a risk of twitter just coming in and because of their existing network effects being able to just like dominate the show because they've see like a new idea is popping off yeah I definitely think like if your idea is too similar to what Twitter already does, let's say it's like Twitter, but on the blockchain, Twitter, but it's stored on the blockchain. Then the moment they add that feature, they have fully done the same as uh, you have done. But if it's different enough, for example, like Binance is, seems like an exchange, just like New York Stock Exchange, but it's been five years and there's no sign of New York Stock Exchange building a crypto exchange that will rival Coinbase or rival Binance. In the in the NFT space, OpenSea has been around for four or five years. Amazon, obviously a big marketplace. No sign of life from Amazon in terms of steaming OpenSea's market share. And if you think about what we're doing with social, because of that requirement for NFTs, now you may not want NFTs in your social, then you're going to stick to Twitter or you're going to use Twitch. But if you do want NFTs only in your social because you're there to you know do commerce, then Twitter has a weird decision where are they really going to delete everyone that currently just posts without NFTs? That's a hard decision. It's like, will YouTube wipe out all the videos that are posted beyond 30 seconds? It's kind of hard. So YouTube's done a good job of doing like YouTube shorts, right? To try and compete with TikTok. Uh, I think Twitter now has these shorts as well. Um, it's a bit like how Instagram stories and uh, um, Snapchat stories has that kind of effect. But because now we're on a different technology stack, we're on BSV, we're on Web3, it makes that challenge a little bit harder. So I think if we can, if we can stay niche, stay different, it, it makes it like more challenging just because they have so many users who love Twitter and it's a great product for what they already um, uh, use it for. So you don't want to burn that customer base in search of getting a new customer space. So I think like that part um, is more difficult, I think, than we imagine for Twitter to do. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know, like you're, you've got such, you know, yeah, you've just got such momentum going already in one direction that uh, to end up pivoting and, and having to change directions, especially when like you're underlying, like you've basically got a ton of tech that that you know in the other direction that you've got to pay off before you can kind of um build for the other side um but that's not just on tech that's on the on the user side as well and and what people expect of the platform so yeah so i think that makes a lot of sense um it's interesting that um all relay posts are written onto the blockchain so we don't store your posts all the nfts are already on the blockchain and every action on relay the platform is an on-chain transaction, whether you're posting an order, buying an order, canceling an order, writing a post, replying to a post, giving a boost. Um, these are all on-chain transactions. So there's a level of like efficiency that we can operate with. Yeah, because we've chosen to build on-chain, it's not just about some of the efficiency of how we can build a Relay Club. It's also about the wider uh, open interoperable systems that we use in terms of Bitcoin social, boost, order lock for the order book, 
uh, non-custodial. That allows, by the time Twitter wants to copy us, hopefully there's like five, 10, 20 interfaces to this, and it's a vibrant ecosystem. That's super exciting. You know, obviously we can keep on talking about philosophies and whatever, but for the fun part, since uh, we're recording this before the launch, I'm really curious, how many posts do you think we're gonna get in the first uh, day? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a hard one to say. Um, well, I mean, what, there's like, what, 400, 500 active BSP users? Yeah, um, but only Rexies can post too, right? I think there's 370 owners of Rexies. Oh yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, actually, so, 370 Rexy users. I, I imagine, you know, on, on day one, like the the ones who have actually been uh who, who are aware of the you know, of that 22nd January launch date and then end up logging in on 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 RelayX, I imagine all of them will will do maybe two or three posts at, at minimum, I think. Um so if there's like three hundred, so yeah, I'd say like a thousand posts on day one. A thousand posts, huh? But yeah. well, I mean, I don't know if all three hundred will be online on that same day. So so maybe let's say like 50 of them will post. So yeah, a few hundred at least, I think. A few hundred posts. 200. I'm going to take a shot and say we're going to go surpass 1,000. I think we might hit 2,000. But yeah, a lot depends on what we can even improve on the site in the next 24 hours before it launches. Or 30 yeah, hours. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'll go 2,000. What about the longer term and sort of the impact on mints? Uh, give us some some. Some of your expectations, I mean, you have the stats right now so far on how many mints or how much volume is done on the NFT. Can you maybe share last you recall in since we launched the NFT marketplace, really the first ever transaction was March 2021. It really only launched with the collections and such in June 2021. So I would say that we've been operating for a year and a half, about 500 days or so. What, um, what kind of numbers have we seen so far? And it'll be interesting because I think we're going to change the output address as soon as the club opens. I haven't told you this yet. So we can oh, track nice. sort of what the, next five, what the next 500 days. I think last I checked off of pure NFT trading, there's been uh, 675 BSV of fees. But yeah, I think that's less six, important because we take six, uh, 652 is the fees. 652. Okay. That's cool. Um, and that represents like a volume of what? Uh, um, 44,000 BSV. 44,000, but that's 3%. Um, it should be less, right? If we make 670. Uh, I, I, think the, I think the stats include, um, include uh, fungible tokens as well. I see. So if it was only NFTs, it would be about 20,000 BSV spent. Yeah, um, something like that, yeah. Yeah, so if we use like um, $100 for Bitcoin price as the average over the last year and a half, there's been about $2 million of spending on NFTs on RelayX, roughly, would you say? Yeah, 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 something like that. Back and forth in the first 500 days. What, what do you think next 500 days looks like? Because and I, I do would attribute it mostly to club because um, it's not like we're growing right now. I think it's been petering out. So what do you think? Uh, you make your prediction. I make mine in terms of transactions, mints. Um, that'd be fun. Wait, so what, what are we predicting? Um, like NFT one volume, year. That, that, one year. Uh, yeah, one year. Well, I mean, ideally, yeah. Like I want to see, I want to see us keep trending upwards in that like exponential growth kind of thing. I mean, if we're doing 20,000 BSV, that's like a one and a half year period with like 
we probably had like what six months where we were just super quiet <laughs> not really doing anything yeah. we're um, working on other stuff not nft stuff yeah yeah so i'll go with like double so like forty-five thousand bsv in terms of volume uh i have to be more optimistic than that um <laughs> yeah. yeah so i think i think it'd be more i think uh how many people bought uh, nft so far with us unique users you would say like two thousand people three thousand people um like that i guess maybe yeah, yeah I mean, two thousand i think i think that number is what i'm really hoping to grow hopefully we get over ten thousand in the next one year will be, will be a cool sign yeah i mean this, okay well this, this sold stat go ahead. is like hundred eighty thousand. is that like number of number of cells exactly. basically oh. Yeah, that's number of actual purchases buys. of, of yeah. NFTs. Unique buys. Do you see 108,000? You pulled up the stats link, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 178,000. But then what's the... Yeah. Um, there's also another one that's purchase, which is 9,502. Not quite sure what that one is. I think that's unique NFTs. Um, or there's a collection. There's, how much is minted so far? Uh, close to 30,000. 30,000 times people have minted. Do you count the Gopniks as one mint or 3,000? One, right? One, I think. Yeah, one. Well, 30,000 mints, but only 180,000 buys. Yeah? Yeah. I see. I could see us hitting like a million mints in the next year with 10 million buys. Is that too crazy or certainly on, on a track on a runway towards those numbers by the end of a year uh yeah is that yeah or, or yeah like, i mean smaller goal go ahead I, I mean if we um you know if we if we if we as as relay team keep keep up the momentum we've had in like the last month like i i think basically since like around a few days before christmas like a week or two before christmas like if we can keep that momentum going for like the the whole year, in terms of like how how quickly we're kind of shipping um, new features and products, then then yeah, like I I feel like those 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 could be very achievable goals. All right, we'll see what happens. This is recorded before we saw any adoption, any opening to Relay Club. Uh, since none of us have seen what Relay Club works in the wild, well, we're really looking forward to seeing what the creativity will do uh, to unleash it. And it was a nice time to capture this moment in time. As you can tell, neither Liam and I really have a, the greatest idea of what will happen. We're saying hopeful, we'll work hard towards it and we'll see what's right. Uh, welcome to Relay Club. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to just see what happens. And, and you know, it, it, like the whole thing might, might bomb, but it'll be great. <laughs> yeah, if we fail, let's fail spectacularly. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. See you, Liam. All right, nice Thanks. one, Jack. See ya.